Grab your sleeping bag, grab your mat, grab your tent. We're going camping. Yes, hello, welcome to the show. Today we are going to be talking about camping. We're your hosts, Ethan and Royce. So, where do we start? Well, camping. Camping's like... It's... A blessing in the skies. Well, in a way, it's such a good way to get around. We use it a fair bit. We'll juggle it up with the other types of accommodation, but we've camped all across the world. Of course, we have a lot of experience camping in our home country of Australia, and you got to come to Australia to experience the camping here. It's great. But, you know, we, we did it around Europe as a way to save money. Yes. We'd travel with our little tent strapped to the back of our bag. Which was... As much as a blessing, it was a curse because when you weren't camping, it was annoying because it wouldn't fit on trains, it wouldn't fit on buses, and it would just be lucky. But for the amount of stuff it allows you to do, it is so worth it. It is. I mean, when you're saying it's a bit luggy, let me just explain. I'll put the image in your head. We would literally and Let have... me guess, London Tube? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we would literally have our tent strapped to the... Like, we'll decide who's going to have the tent for the day. We would paper generally, and generally I'll try to get Royce to do it, but it would be on the back of my bag and it would turn my bag from a narrow bag to a two-width person bag. So I'm walking around a busy metro such as London and accidentally knocking people as you go because you're, you know, a lot wider than you normally are and trying to fit through the ticket machine into the metro. Oh, oh. The boom gate. And even just London, picture this, a busy London tube. Thousands of people catching this every single day. I think it was, no, I think there's like one or two million people who catch a London tube per day. Apparently that's some statistic. But, so Ethan and I are running for this train to get to our accommodation and we need to get this train. And so this train is full, full to the brim. And we've got these big 60 litre rucksacks. And Ethan's one is about a metre and a half wide because he has the tent on. So we're running, we're running, we're running. We barge through people. The doors are about to close. I legit just run and jump into the train. Push all the way through. The doors start to close and here comes Ethan. Ethan makes it onto the train but his bag doesn't. The train doors start to close on his bag and the tent is stuck. Now luckily people tried to pull the doors open and they did open. And Ethan just squeezed in. But imagine this, you're just standing on the train and two foreigners just come up, smash you out the way and expect you to be nice to them. <laughs> <laughs> so, camping. Basti. Let's do it. That was... Uh, that. Okay, so th this was in the uh, countryside of Germany. Near the um, Czech border. Near the Czech border. We, we were deciding, as we mentioned before, we were getting around on a rail in Europe and we're like, oh, let's just go to Prague. And on the way, we're going to stop somewhere in the countryside and check it out. We found this cool bridge. This place this cool in, in Germany. We may be pronouncing it wrong. I'm fairly certain it's Bastai. Yes. Now, the Bastai Bridge. There's this bridge and it's wedged between these crazy rock crevices and it looks amazing. But we, it was more of a place where you go when you're a wealthy German to um, retire or have a nice yeah. fancy five-star resort holiday. Yeah. Everything in the town was spas, nice restaurants, and a general store. Like, yeah, and their English skills weren't so great. But anyway, yeah. we didn't have the money to stay anywhere around there. So we're walking around looking. We were on the 
on the scout. We're yeah. trying to find out where the hell we're going to stay the night. We're walking around the suburbs, or they weren't quite suburbs, but the, it's, it's the most beautiful, okay. picturesque town in this valley. There's the water, the, the river flowing through. Splits the, the town in two. Let me just break it down. There's a town split by a river. This river has a ferry. This ferry is a one euro to get across. And this ferry, because of how old this town is, this ferry is on a tr- chain. And this chain is dependent on the current. So if the current's strong, they'll just switch it and the ferry will go one way. And then when they want to go the other way, they'll just change the chain around and then it will go the other way. That's how we got around. And so we couldn't find any accommodation because, like we said, we're pretty broke. And so we're walking around trying to pitch a tent. We, first of all, found this empty block of land where the house should be. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, maybe we could chuck a tent here. But there's people mm. around, people living there. We didn't want to get reported, especially in a place where no one spoke English. So we decided to scout further. We we, we ended up, no, actually, we ended up staying two different spots in this area. On two different nights. Two different nights, yeah. yeah. So first night, we were on one side of the river. And we were looking for a spot to stay. We ended up just pushing through past some houses into the forest and but this was privately owned forest privately from owned some rich forest. german yeah with a warning and, and we were sleeping on the biggest bloody angle god like okay yeah. we set up the tent and the angle was astronomical we would it would have had to at least be 40 degrees <laughs> something like that we would, would we would start sleeping with our head up one side of the tent and then, because of the force of gravity... And our would, slippery sleeping and bags. And slippery sleeping bags against the material of the tent, you would end up sleeping from a nice, semi-comfortable position to crawl up in a ball in the bottom corner of the tent. And having to crawl your way back up. Push your way back up. Meanwhile, yeah. outside, it's raining, and there's water just whooshing past the tent because we're on such a downhill. And so... We've actually, we took photos and they don't do it justice. No, the same with a lot of things with photos and heights. They never do justice yeah, for, do. for the height. But regardless, that was an interesting night. Didn't get the best night's sleep. But what, what we're getting at is camping is such a good way, especially if you're doing the backpacking style of travel. If you chuck a tent on the back of your bag and worst comes to worst, you can fall back on that. Yeah. Even when I've been solo traveling, I um, went to Copenhagen and Norway camping because it was too expensive. It's a really good option to meld into your trip as a really good way to obviously save money on accommodation. It's also a really good way to do stuff on the snake. So we camped along the Cinque Terre and for anyone knows, the Cinque Terre is expensive and so, and you're not really allowed to do it, but we all, what we would do is we would wait until nightfall, sounds really creepy, and just run around the town looking for spots. and To put up a tent. Somewhere that no one else will see us. And if you ever look up a photo of the Cinque Terre, what it looks... It is beautiful. You oh. must go there. Oh, please. I've been there twice and I will be back there many times. Okay, a lot of people will think, and this is the same with a lot of areas, is they think, oh, it's too touristy, like Venice. Oh, it's too touristy. Um, no, if you know where to go and you put yourself... Where the locals are, it's a bit different. The thing with the Cinque Terre is, 
it's pretty much the hike along a rock face that leads to water. And so there's a train that goes through to each town. There's five towns along this hike and you walk Chinkra from one to the other. in Italian is five. So we have the five coastal towns. If you look up photos, it is gobsmackingly beautiful. Don't catch a train. Don't be lazy. Walk it. Look, you, it, it is depending up to you. You should walk it, but you can also Highly combine recommend. it. You can combine it. You can do a train between a couple and walk a few, or you can ferry between a few too. So I suppose it you depends can combine all the modes. It does depend on your time, but we hiked the whole thing, and yeah. it was such a cool hike. A, a, a bit down from the coast here, we have Monaco with the world-famous, beautiful coastline. It is absolutely, absolutely must do it. So we're doing this hike between the towns. It is mountainous, and it is a little, like sunny so it's a bit hot but oh i remember we died on the first it, day because they're, they're, they're just steep steps but it is so worth the effort yeah one of the best hikes you can do yeah but that's just an example of what camping can get you because there's no way we could have afforded booked accommodation every night there may have been a few hostels we didn't really try to look for ourselves well, in that we area because we were so we were set on camping set right? on camping and we would chuck so we we chucked the tent on top of a valley that just looked down to the river and we woke up and we watched the sunrise packed up our tent because we didn't want to get caught so we well we actually got early. warned by someone saying you shouldn't be here you'll get fine i can't remember did we yeah oh, shit. The, the the thing is if you look at a photo of these uh towns like monte rosa and the, and the cinco terra there is no space yeah, you, yeah. they're just like all these multicolored houses and it, again I'm beautiful. not going to say it enough, absolutely gobsmackingly beautiful. But where the hell are you going to fit a tent in that area? We yeah. just managed to... And because everything looks down, you can't, like, you can't, you can you be can't spotted. Hide easily, yeah. yeah, it's not, it's very difficult. And so, yeah, just check it out, go there, maybe don't camp it because... Anyway, back to Bastai. Yes. Second night, we are wandering around again after we went to the hot springs in this area and it was pretty cool go we, there if you're around the town yeah for sure definitely it's well it's, it's known for that that area there's is a known nice for the pizza place springs. there it's yeah good. yeah it's, it's nice so we, again we were trying to find somewhere to stay we ended up finding a construction zone by this river yeah we went around the fence and they're pretty much semi-finished with this construction zone there was still a fence up we managed to find a spot to hide, but it was still up against the river. It was still beautiful, and yeah. it was flat. It, yeah, it was, was flat. Don't mean to brag, but we had a flat camping space. <laughs> it slept a lot better. Except but we still had to get up really early because it is illegal to sleep in construction sites. It, that is that is true. So <laughs> as soon as we got up, we packed our shit, took in the view, and then hopped on a train to Prague. So where else? Where else have we camped? Well, I mean... As I mentioned earlier in the episode, a lot of experience camping in Australia. Travel with the family many times, north and south of Perth in West Australia. Have so many good spots. But camping in Australia, and it depends, most of the time you're camping, you're in Mother Nature. You're there to experience and be one. But there are still, don't think camping's free, because sometimes you need to pay a camping fee yeah. or some sort of council rate. And that sometimes they can be a bit of a rip, but if you can, kind of try right. and skip out. But a good example of this, and what I experienced was when I was going from Germany to Copenhagen, and I didn't have enough money to stay in a hostel or anything. I rock up in Copenhagen. It would have been like midnight, 
or one in the morning on this train and this train ride was crazy it literally my train mounted on a ferry to cross the water to Copenhagen from mainland Germany so I was like looking out the window suddenly my train's on a ferry what I don't know anyway so nah <laughs> so I arrived in uh, Copenhagen in this crazy time and my plan was to go to this inner city campsite and it's not it's not what you'd think of a campsite. It's more like an open oval space with a fence. Um, Real secure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I rock up to this first place and they wouldn't... It's the completely fenced off. They don't let anyone come in after a certain time. I'm like, oh, damn it. Now I'm going to have to find somewhere else. Get another four buses and a train at some crazy time. Me there waddling along with my big bag and the bloody tent on the back. All alone at 1am in the morning. Yeah. Looking over my shoulder, pitch black, like just one guy walking behind me the entire time. If you've ever seen Ethan, this is a sight, okay? <laughs> well, I, I've, I've got the bottle down pat, you know? Oh, yeah. the, the bag on the front, the bag on the back, and got the, the rhythm going. Exactly. But back to the story. Ended up finding this spot. Crazy time would have been two in the morning. Luckily, for those type of camping experiences, you're going to be paying a bit more. You're not there for the nature. You're there for means to an end find a spot in a city, camp, and go explore. Yeah. So, we've talked about camping in general. We've talked about camping when it's illegal. Now, camping at a festival. Oh, God, how did we forget? Well, okay. I didn't. I brought yeah, it up. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> well, camping at a festival is another thing that you have to experience. We went to this, what definitely top two festivals... No, maybe one number one festival I've been to. Yeah. Hurricane in Germany. We went in 2016 or 17? 17, we graduated 17, yeah. This is our Europe trip in 17, 2017. The lineup was absolutely off the charts. Green Day, Lincoln Park, Imagine Dragons, Diane Wood, these royal blood. Yeah, uh, it was so good. It was just a rock festival. Yeah, er everyone was so welcoming. And the thing was, it was like a three-day festival and... It was a camping festival, so majority of people camped, and yeah. it rained. It rained like it was so so muddy. We were mud up to our ankles, like in mud. It was just you know when you're all dirty, but then you accept it. It's just like let's get pissed off Jack Daniels and Coke strong. Fifteen percent, fucking. Let's go listen to some good music, make some new friends, and then go party, sleep for a couple hours, get up, start we, drinking, and repeat. So. A thing about our Europe trip and the camping equipment we had, we found a really good place to get cheap, reliable camping equipment. Decathlon. 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 For those who haven't heard it, Decathlon. They're, they're a really good store. They're not a sponsor. Maybe one day. Uh, but, maybe. But cheap tents, reliable, cheap equipment for sporting. But anyway, we bought... This was like our first or second tent of the trip. First tent. First tent. Um, because it was so destroyed after this yeah. crazy weekend, we left it. And yeah, we're not the only ones. Dump. Everyone would just leave their cheap tents at this festival. Yeah. Some poor soul had to clean it. Yeah, but when you're paying, I don't know how much it was, but it was pretty expensive. But yeah, no, yeah, it is expensive. And yeah. so we just trashed this tent unintentionally because it got destroyed by the wind, rain, Mud. pretty much all the elements. Yeah. People would just step on your tent just a crazy amount of time and because everyone's in the same situation as you, everyone's so understanding. But 
It wasn't the tent wasn't the only thing we left behind. We left behind our shoes because they were wrecked, ruined. Some yeah. clothes, like oh. But when you're in that state, you just don't. You just you just don't gotta care. love it. You just so gotta love yeah, it. yeah. And there's so many festivals where you camp like that. One that we haven't been to that is definitely high, high up on the I don't the know what list. I have to do, but it won't be good to get to t- a Tomorrowland ticket. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it, that, that thing is like the Willy Wonka golden ticket. If you're trying to get the cheapest one available on their website, you're on a waiting list. Yeah. First, second they come it. out, you're waiting, you're pressing the button, you're, you're on queue. You, we've From tried so, many, yeah, so we, many years in a it row. Sucks. The it only, sucks. The only way... I've heard of people getting tickets easily as if you get it in a package. but Or if you know a Belgian person. People may not understand what the hell Tomorrowland is. Oh, what? Yeah, so if you don't know what Tomorrowland is, you're living under a rock. Biggest festival in the world. People like David Geller, Marshmallow. Fuck, they have to split it over two weekends because so many people want to go. It's amazing. Just look up videos of it. Look up the after movie. You'll be hooked. And if you're not hooked, then I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with you. But doesn't matter. Those are those are the some of the experiences that come along with like camping festivals, and they are some of the best. We haven't done we, them yeah, enough. We don't get that in Australia though. That's the thing. We went to a European festival, and we're like, oh my god, this has opened a new light. Then we go to an Australian festival, and the lineups are so different as well. But anyway, no, we're not talking about concerts. We're talking no. about camping. No, so. exactly. Yeah. So, I mean. Back to camping and strip it back to the bare bones. Camping is a really good way, as I've mentioned, to save money. Yes. And we, we've we mentioned a few ways of saving money whilst traveling yes. in terms of accommodation. And, of course, camping is along with... And I don't think you can call this camping, but we've had many times where we've slept on benches. Oh, it's called homelessness for those people who haven't heard it. It's yeah. where you don't have a home or a place to sleep. It's pretty good. We'll take shifts at like one person being up or one person yeah. being on patrol. Yeah, exactly. But and again, that's just to save money because... You know, sometimes that's by choice. That's sometimes not <laughs> well, like, involuntary. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. We're yeah. going to save money tonight. We'll just sleep on the streets or party all night, not sleep. <laughs> And maybe, then the clubs maybe, close at three and you're like... Yeah, shit, we didn't plan for that one. Like, that time after we finished the Cinque Terre, it was such a long... Like, we did this huge trek. We were buggered. We were like, oh, we're not going to chuck up our tent in this town again. We we barely got away with it at the last one. This is the last one out of the five towns. We're like, okay, what are we going to do now? We're sitting down, having our gelato, being like, oh, this is such a good gelato. Getting kicked off the private beaches. It must have been maybe our fourth gelato of the day. The yeah. private beaches, you, they wouldn't let us swim. You have to pay a few euros to get to swim there. So we're like, where are we going to go? We're going to Milan. We're going to get the train from this town we're at now, end of the Cinque Terre, straight to Milan, party all night and not sleep. It's August. Everything in Italy shuts in August. Everyone goes to the west. Everyone goes to the coast. Everyone goes to the coast. We did not realize this. Yeah, we Milan is shut. In Milan, ready to party, I've and never there's seen like so many maybe doors. like three or four guys wandering around the town, <laughs> doing what we're doing. Like, hold on, how come nothing's open? Yeah, the only people on the streets are the military and the homeless, and unfortunately, we aren't the military. We were not the military. We were more joining one with the homeless. We had to go around from hotel to hotel to see where we could 
Sure. Oh, we were bag. that bored, we bought a fucking vape. We bought a vape. We just lay down <laughs> and we're just vaping, you know, as you do. But we joined kind of with the homeless troops. Yeah, we did, actually. Uh, we were sleeping on what well, turned out to be someone else's windowsill. Yeah. And we ended up getting chased by this homeless guy. Yeah. We... The, there's this crazy Italian homeless guy with this old, you know, big silver beard. Yeah, runs talking across, shit across the like, street. Ah, fanculo! And he's running across from one side of the street. Ross and I look at each other. Now, there's the military posted on the street. The, this is the time there's a bit of, like, unrest in Europe. So, the military was just there on the street. So, Royce, being the smarter one, decides to run towards go the towards safety, the military. And... Royce and I look at each other and we just walk into each other because Royce goes one way, I go the other and at the same time this guy's walking across the road we just boom, bump heads and then look at each other and this guy's running at us. I push Ethan to the side, I want to go and we just bolt. Anyway, we, we make it away from the harm and we're completely fine. So there are some dangers with camping. Well, I mean, that that's not quite camping, that's homelessness. Yeah. There is definitely a difference. But camping... It is a way... I reckon we need to do another episode. I think we should. All right. There, there is a lot to touch on with camping. I think on the next camping episode, we'll talk about more about specific tips within camping, yeah. camping in Australia, recommendations for camping in Australia. We also I've have the show many. notes that we can leave stuff in as well. So I reckon uh-huh. we'll do that. But anyway, we'll see you for part two. Thank you very much for listening in and have a great one. <laughs>